This is episode number 230 oh. of the Middle Country Public Library Podcast. Yeah, nice number, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. It's a round number. Yes. <laughs> Hello and welcome. Sal DiVincenzo here with my fabulous colleagues, Sarah Faith hey. and Nicole Rambo. Hello. How's everyone doing? Good. Good. Everyone's good? Yes. So uh, we are in the thick of the summer. We just had our uh, 4th of July holiday, which is great. Nice. And, uh, and you know, we haven't done, and it's a new a new segment that we have here on the show. Ooh. It's our This Week in History. Ah. And you know, besides independence, sure. yes. a lot more has happened this week yeah. Oh wow! in history. Uh, is it history in general or just no, Jimmy just, Ward Civil well, War <laughs> American history? You will hear some. You are going to hear some Civil War here, okay? Yes, because it is. Because it is Jimmy. There's so. history everywhere. Yes, just saying. But mostly yes. in Gettysburg. Yes. <laughs> yes, which you are about to hear. <laughs> so I had, uh, yeah. So I had Jimmy come down, and uh, we talked about. We did another this week in history. That's cool, though. Yeah. That's so, good. so here it is. So once again, we're here with Mr. Jim Ward. How are you, Jim? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. And I'm very excited because we have another episode in which we will talk about this week in history. History. (laughs) (laughs) So this is actually like the mecca. This is a a big week. This is like for history nerds, Christmas this week. This is this is a big week. This it is definitely a big week. is. Now we could obviously talk about the the elephant in the room, so to speak, which is you know Independence Day. Yes, right? yes. Uh, and I'm sure you're going to mention Independence Day. Absolutely. But so many other things happened this week in history. That's correct. Absolutely. So so why don't we get started? Uh, what date you're going to pick first? Here I'm going to start with um, July 3rd, 1863. That was day three at Gettysburg. And um, this is so, so the to give a little background for for people if they're not familiar with the battle, um, the first two days, you know, the, the first day, the South, um, the Confederates, they pushed the Union through town and had them retreating. Um, what but that inadvertently made the Union take the high ground south of town. Um, so on the second day, when the Confederates were trying to attack them, they were repulsed at every at every location. So on the third day, Lee thought, all right, I've hit the right. I've hit the left. They're probably most vulnerable in the center because they have all their reinforcements on on the wings. So he um, he decided he wanted to hit the center on Cemetery Ridge of the Union line. He had uh, George Pickett, one of the division commanders, be like one of the lead commanders for that attack. Um, James Longstreet, he was like Lee's number two. He also it, it sometimes is called Longstreet's assault because he was the corps commander and overall commander of the uh, of the attack. But it has unfortunately for George Pickett become known as Pickett's Charge. Ah, so, that's there you go. So um, on the on that day, they uh, the Confederates at about at about maybe one o'clock opened fire uh, with like a hundred cannons or something on on the uh, Union position at at the center of the line. Um, so then, you know, you had Union artillery firing back. So you can only imagine the noise and the the chaos of what was going on at that time during the cannonade 
fast forward to about three o'clock that day, uh, Pickett's men, and there were two other uh, commanders there too, Pettigrew and I think Trimble was his name. For some reason, it's always just called Pickett's Charge. But anyway, they had <laughs> um, they had about 13,000 men uh, that they were commanding overall, and uh, that they marched a mile across the field, open field, to the Union position. Wow. And um, yeah, when they reached the Emmitsburg Road at the at the fence, they they pretty much were mowed down. the uh, The Union started firing on them. Um, it slowed their their march. And then um, what happened was there was only one portion of the stone wall that was actually breached that day, where the Union was. It was um, at, called the angle. It was a little crook in the wall where um, it kind of like bent. And that was led by Lewis Armistead. Uh, he was one of the brigade commanders for, uh, for, for Lee. And um, he had his hat on his sword, trying, trying to urge his men to uh, move forward and take the position. And as they were trying to turn a, a cannon around on the Union themselves, uh, he, was, he was mortally wounded. Oh, boy. And uh, the ironic thing about that is that he was best friends with the second corps commander uh, at that time, who was actually there too, uh, Winfield Scott Hancock of the Union. And so, you know, the two served in Mexico, they served, uh, you know, pre-war and everything. So they had become close friends. And Armistead reportedly had asked, you know, may I see General Hancock? He was then you know, told that Hancock was himself injured by a shot. And uh, so he, I think he died about um, Armistead. That is, I think Armistead died about maybe two days later, three days later. Okay. And um, so, yeah, it's just, it's, it just shows you the brother versus brother, you know, friend versus friend that was going on during the civil war. Right. You speak so passionately about anything having to do with Gettysburg. I have to guess <laughs> That this is a a deep passion for you, Jim. Very much. I have been to Gettysburg. <laughs> if I say forty times, I'm not exaggerating. I literally have been there so many times. <laughs> it's like a twice a year thing for you, three times oh, a year thing. I try. Well, lately it's been a twice a year thing, but I would like to up that a little more and you know try to get there as much as I can. But you know, it's still it's just it's just when you go there, there's a peaceful feeling, but you can also feel the events that happen there. And it's, it really, it comes alive when you, when you're actually there. Very wild. So it's no surprise you picked Pickett's Charge for yes. your first This Week in History. <laughs> yes. And, and just so, just because I realized I never actually concluded. So the, the Confederates were repulsed at Pickett's Charge and uh, they retreated back across the field and the Union had won their big victory at Gettysburg. Excellent. And that was July 3rd. That was July 3rd, 1863. 1863. What else do we have this week happening? Well, as we know, we do have the 4th of July. Yes. Um, so, you know, with the how we got to uh, initially trying to just resolve our differences with the, with the crown, as opposed to how we got to then wanting independence. It's So it started, you know, over the years, there were there were different things that they were doing, the British that angered the colonists um you know they they the intolerable acts they had taxes on things that the colonists believe they shouldn't be taxed on because they're not represented by the british parliament so you know that's where taxation without representation comes from um and then you have the british in uh april of 1775 
marching to um I believe it was Lexington and I think they they were looking to arrest uh Sam Samuel Adams and uh John Hancock because they were well-known leaders of of rebellion and right. um so that never happened but what, but what did happen was they did reach Lexington and and we don't no one knows who fired the first shot but whoever did it started a fight at Lexington which is now they call it now the shot heard around the world okay then they moved on to Concord from there to try to get some arms and you know uh, ammunition stashes that the that the uh, patriots had had and so when they got there there was more fighting and that pretty much from there on set it on a course to be a military thing not just a coming to a resolution because then George Washington was given command in June of 1775. You then had Boston, which the British had to evacuate in, I believe it was March of 1776. So by the time we get to, you know, June of 1776, um, you're basically given, uh, basically independence has become a, uh, a stronger view by many people. In mid-June, a five-man committee, including Thomas Jefferson, John Adams, and Ben Franklin were tasked with creating a draft, you know, a formal statement of the colonists' intentions. So they started working on that. Then you have uh, Richard Lee of Virginia in uh, on July 2nd of 1776. He um, gets his resolution for independence passed, which ironically is not the day that we celebrate because it was July 4th that the official Declaration of Independence was adopted ah, by the Congress. But okay. when, you, uh, when you see what John, what John Adams thought of July 2nd, he thought it would be marked as a national holiday for generations to come. And this is a quote. Uh, Independence Day will be the most memorable epica in the history of America. I am apt to believe that it will be celebrated by succeeding generations as the great anniversary festival it ought to be solemn, solemnized with pomp and parade, with shoes, games, sports, guns, bells, bonfires, and illuminations from one end of this continent to the other from this time forward forevermore. Wow. And, so he called it. He, he called, called it. it. <laughs> he called it. He just had the wrong date. So, it's, so um, yeah, so July 4th comes around. They adopt it. And uh, from there, it, it just led to, you know, increase in military action and more, you know, obviously – seven more uh six more years of battles and then they came to the peace treaty where we were finally fully independent and our own nation wow you know i really didn't realize it was that long from the time that they signed it yeah to the time that there was resolution yep it was 76 to 83 when the the treaty of paris was signed wow so we got two big things yep what's your number three for this week um well I, I this one is specifically for you because we are both fans of Back to the Future, <laughs> and um, on on July third of nineteen eighty five is when back the first Back to the Future movie. That's amazing! I had Isn't no that something? Idea. I had no idea it was like a holiday weekend. Yeah, release. Yeah. yeah. So that um, from there, then we get our Back to the Future two and three, and oh boy, it was what a great trilogy <laughs> that was! <laughs> wow, that's amazing. You said nineteen eighty five. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that so something? It's just it's it's crazy to think how long ago that was. But but I mean that's like one of my favorite movies. I used to watch it all the time as a kid. I couldn't get enough of it. Oh yeah, no, it's a classic. It's a classic. Unfortunately, I don't have like little details about the production of the movie. I just thought that was cool that it No, it's a cool. It, yeah. <laughs> it happened. You look, this is what it is. It happened this week in yeah. history. 
You want and I have something else for you, not related okay. to Back to the Future, but kind of related to July Fourth and people that were involved with uh, the Declaration of Independence. Okay. Um, so July Fourth, eighteen twenty-six, fifty years after the Declaration of Independence. Past presidents Thomas Jefferson and John Adams both die on the 50th anniversary of the Declaration of Independence. Oh, boy. At the age of 90, Adams lay on his deathbed while the country celebrated Independence Day. His last words were, Thomas Jefferson still survives. (laughs) But he was mistaken because Jefferson had died five hours earlier at the age of 83. Oh, wow. Now, can you imagine now, so, so what year is this, 1826? 1826, yeah. You know, 83 and 90 years old in 1826. Yeah, that's pretty what? good. Ancient. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, I don't know what the average age was back then that, where you lived to, but man, they uh, they outlasted a lot of people. Absolutely. And I have a few other things that also occurred on July 4th, too. It's, oh, yeah. For some reason, July 4th is like the mecca of all, yeah, <laughs> of all historical it. events. So July 4th of 1827, that was the date the, uh, set as the date of final emancipation uh, making New York the first state to pass a law for the total abolition of legal slavery. So, oh, wow. So slavery ended on July 4th, 1827 in the state of New York. And also heading a little forward to the Civil War, uh, Vicksburg, Mississippi, which um, which Lincoln saw as the uh, – well, what happened is the, the Mississippi cut the Confederacy in two if it, if it was taken. So they wouldn't be able to get supplies – from Mississippi to other areas of the South for their soldiers. Uh, And finally, on July 4th of um, 1863, Vicksburg fell. And Grant Grant was victorious. And Lincoln referred to it as Vicksburg is the key. And and basically when we took it, he said, the key is now in our pocket. So that was that was a devastating blow for the for the Confederates. Also on July fourth of eighteen eighty four, I promise things happened later on too. Yes. Get <laughs> uh, in eighteen eighty four, France presented the Statue of Liberty to the United States in Paris. Oh my uh, goodness! Yeah, created by sculptor Frederick Auguste Bartholdi. I'm not sure I said that right. The statue was intended as a gift from France to the United States to celebrate a century of friendship between the two countries. Wow. And then you also have July 4th, 1939, where uh, Lou Gehrig um, has his number four retired and makes the uh, iconic Luckiest Man speech. That yep. happened also on the 4th? On the 4th in 1939. Wow. So it's like yeah, a, like a like a movie. It's like a like a like a, a movie plot line. Like everything, <laughs> everything revolves around July Fourth. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's I guess the energies are pushing everything towards that day or something. But yeah. um, but yeah. So here's a fun one. So July seventh, nineteen twenty eight, sliced bread is sold for the first time by the Chili Koth Baking Company in Missouri using a machine invented by Otto Frederick. Rowetter, described as the greatest step forward in the baking industry since bread was wrapped. Wow. Best thing since sliced bread. Yeah, right. And 1928. <laughs> I don't know why. I would have thought it was earlier that they... Uh, that Can they... you imagine having to cut your own bread before I mean, 1928? You know, that's just lunacy. The lunacy. Ner- the nerve. The nerve of them. <laughs> Not to come up with that sooner. Also, uh, we'll move a little forward. Uh, July 7th, 1958, President Eisenhower signed a bill approving Alaskan statehood. Oh, okay. Very cool. Um, July 8th, 1947, the Roswell Army Field issued a press release stating that personnel had recovered a crashed flying disc 
from a ranch near Roswell. So that was also in this week in, in July. Ah, yes. Our uh, first our first visit from the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, you know, Will Smith and, uh, and Jeff Will, Goldblum that's right. defeated them in 1996. That's the, well, that's the reason why they, you know, they made the movie that, that week. <laughs> <laughs> they figured and as part of the anniversary, you know. Of course, they have to acknowledge it. <laughs> and then um, the final one that I, I have here is um, July 9th of 1868. Okay. The, four, the 14th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution was ratified. It The amendment defined U.S. citizenship and pro- prohibited individual states from abridging the rights of any American citizen without due process and equal protection under the law. It also barred individuals involved in rebellion against the U.S. from holding public office. Um, so this is after the 13th Amendment in 1865, which abolished slavery. Uh, so this one defines citizenship for the you know newly freed uh, blacks that came after the Civil War. And then uh, the 15th Amendment came later uh, that the right to vote shall not be denied by race. So it was, yeah, it took a few years, but it they finally got it where... It was intended to create equality for everyone. Wow, what an exciting week this is right? in history. Right? It's just amazing. And, and and again, I can't believe so many things happened on the 4th. Oh, it's the 4th is, yeah, the, the that first week of July is just something else, I tell it's you. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Yeah. And I am glad that that was the week that we picked to yeah. talk about this month uh, for this week in history. Same year. And, and Jim, uh, thank you so much for coming down again. Uh, chatting with us and we look forward to your next visit for sure uh, it's always a pleasure the next time you give us all these wonderful nuggets of information (laughs) having to do with history it is my pleasure absolutely thanks jim you're welcome thank you okay so yes gettysburg was right up front (laughs) yeah Yeah, so civil war yes civil war was right up front yeah uh it's not just the 4th of July. It's not just the uh, Independence Day. It's uh, it's a lot more. Fair mm-hmm. enough. Fair enough. Uh, yes, very cool. So uh, that does it for this episode. If you want to listen to older episodes or read our show notes, visit our website, mcplpodcast.com. And uh, look, if you are on YouTube and you're listening to us right now, hit the like button and hit subscribe. Mm-hmm. We want to get to a 1,000 subscribers Woo! by the end of the summer. Mm-hmm. So do it. Hit that button. It's not just us, which is, I mean, look, we're, we're fabulous. We're amazing. But it's not just us on this channel. <laughs> There's so much more yeah. for you to. There's actually the super cute um, Jilda Ramos yeah. in the adult department and Katie uh, yeah. Carmody in the children's department. They did a language learning fun little story time. Oh, nice. And they're reading the same book. And like Katie's reading in English and Jilda's reading it in oh, Spanish. Nice. Yeah. And it was super cute. And uh, so, yeah, if you need something to you know play for your kids there and you go. You know, a little like bilingual, a little yeah. lesson. A little language learning it was very very sweet and i don't think like they might have had a craft to go with it or something but even if you don't have the supplies or whatever it's still just a super still cute nice video to, to watch yeah, yeah. exactly mm-hmm. exactly just an example of all the other wonderful things that we have here on the channel mm-hmm. so hit the like button hit the subscribe button see yeah, see some some more stuff that we have here at the mm-hmm. so if, uh, so that does it so for sarah fade and cole rambo i'm sal di vincenzo mm-hmm. see you on the next show <laughs>